Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Inspire Church, a new inspirational and motivational broadcast that strives to empower men in a positive way. Designed to educate, empower, and inspire even the busiest individual on the go over that first cup of coffee. Please join me in welcoming Gunter Swoboda, international psychologist, author, speaker, and producer. Welcome everybody to another weekly episode of Inspire Change. Um, let me just welcome anybody who's new here, and uh, hopefully you've already by now maybe have got a feel for the sort of format my podcast takes and what I'm looking at aiming to do. And fundamentally, as the title suggests, is I'm looking to help inspire change in people. The fact of the matter is that we change all the time. A lot of times that's unconsciously. Um, so if we can bring that into the realm of consciousness, we're actually a lot better off because if I'm conscious of inspiring change in myself and or others, I'm going to be intentional about that. And given the right framework, morally, ethically, philosophically, and psychologically, we can create a lot of good. And ultimately, one of the things that I want to see is that as individuals and as a community we are better than what we were yesterday now that's not a greedy or grasping attitude it's about being an inspiration through aspiration and that takes a bit of respiration so forgive the puns anyway in the previous last couple of podcasts i've been talking about how to deal with chaos, crisis, and uncontrollable circumstances. And as all of us are fully aware, we've certainly had enough of that since 2019, 2020, and now we're going into 2021, and we're still faced with the same. Now, I could argue that this is just the nature of the universe. Uh, Change happens whether we like it or not, Some change is positive, some change is negative, some change might be positive now, but actually has some negative consequences and vice versa. But the key thing that I want to focus on is helping each of you out there listening to this podcast to get some intention in about where you want to take this, especially when we're dealing with crisis or anything unexpected that can create some psychological distress or tap into some real mental health challenges that we have. So the strategy that I've been proposing really rests on a a framework that I believe is quite useful. Uh, There's a resource that I tap into called uh, positivepsychology.com, a really useful place to go to as a practitioner, Uh, I find that is a really useful resource. Now, first things first. So what are the steps 
in moving towards dealing with chaos, crisis, or uncontrollable circumstances? Well, the thing that's going to help us is an increased sense of self-awareness so that we can be more flexible, that we can adapt, and therefore that we can be resilient. So what are some of the elements in that? Well, as I've already mentioned, mindfulness practices come to mind first. The capacity to disengage from the hectic world around us and focus our attention inward. And that's not just our strengths, but it also includes accepting and understanding what we might perceive as weaknesses. The second bit is our capacity to deal with whatever it is that I can't control. And there's a lot of times we tend to bang our heads against the wall with things that we have absolutely no control over, but we think we can somehow influence it to change, usually for the better. Now, as usual, that can end up with some grief. Now, the third element in this is that we need to become very good at dealing with negative emotions. And that requires, again, some self-reflection, and it requires what constitutes good thinking that allows me to reduce the impact of negative emotions, part of which is not disowning negative emotions, but actually acknowledging and validating them. So I'm going to resort then to using some control-based strategies. Now, in this particular podcast, one of the things I want to focus on as, in a sense, your final step in building a framework to help you really deal effectively with chaos or crisis or uncontrollable circumstances is building a resilience plan. And as I said, from the resources that I got from Positive Psychology, they did a neat thing, and, and probably most of us are psychologists and coaches have used something similar, but they managed to not only put together a really funky-looking graphic around it, but they've articulated it in my book very, very well. And so what's the resilience plan based on? Well, they talk about the four S of resilience, and essentially it's a tool that allows individuals to draw on resilient sources that, that, that they've used in the past. And, you know, by definition, it's generally worked. And how can we use it in the future? And so the first part of this exercise is, and I'm going to challenge you to actually put this into practice. So the first part is to sit back and reflect on past challenges and difficulties that you've dealt with, and I'm not going to necessarily say overcame because sometimes that's not necessarily possible, but I've dealt with it. And so in that process, we're going to focus on, focus on identifying four S's. The first one is about supports. The second is about strategy. The third is about sagacity. And the fourth is about solution-seeking. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with that term, sagacity, what we're talking about there is wisdom and insight that you can hold on to. 
okay? So the other one's a bit more self-explanatory, except the sagacity one, and I'll expand on that too. Now, what has helped in the past? Okay, so I want you to sit back and in terms of social supports or individual supports is to examine what you utilised in yourself and around you. Now, in order to make this really a plan, my view is that like goals, plans are written down. So if you haven't got a piece of paper, then my suggestion is get one or get your notebook, your journal, and start writing this out, okay? So for a lot of people... They usually tap into their social support network. Now, that might be my wife, my best friend. It could be a mentor. It could be a coach. It could be a therapist. It could also be about self-support. So, for example, making sure that physically I'm working on myself to create a physical you know, resilience. It could also be um, making sure that my attitude, my beliefs and my self-talk will support me during tough times. So support is both internal and external, and I expand that a lot with clients because we often miss things. The other part of it is that thing about sagacity. Okay, so part two is about sagacity, wisdom and insight. So what, when I reflect on my difficult, challenging times, did I gain philosophically and psychologically that I can really hold on to and tap into as I'm trying to deal with that situation. So, for example, one of my memes, my personal memes that I often engage in is things are neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. And it's something that Hamlet says in a soliloquy. Now, I've always held that Shakespeare was a pretty smart guy, and he actually had a, a, a really good insight, a significant insight into human beings, both in an emotional sense and also in, in a behavioural and social sense. I mean, I still think one of the best plays on jealousy is um, Othello. Uh, it's, it's, if you have not read it, um, my encouraging, my encouragement to you is to make the time, get a hold of it, read it. I know it might be tough going in the English language, but there is so much in it that is valuable to help us. Now, for some people, crisis is when they experience something in their relationship with their partner that makes them jealous. And there is nothing worse in a relationship that is more cancerous than jealousy. So, coming back, wisdom. What's wisdom? Well, wisdom, in a sense, is the culmination of taking data, turning it into information, creating a knowledge base, and using it appropriately, and that's called wisdom. And when you know, I attach insight into that, then it's going to expand my horizons in terms of my flexibility, adaptability, and resilience. 
It's a very, very important step. And to derive wisdom, I need to be able to understand my past. I need to be able to go back, reflect what worked, what didn't work. How could I have done it better? Was just just something that was out of my control? And if so, did I try to over-control it? And what were the consequences of that? Sometimes it's really, really, really useful to go forward in time, imagine a crisis, and then go, let's let's look at some different ways in which I can deal with it. That doesn't matter I'm going to act on that. Because a lot of times, if I'm going to look forward, I might actually make a decision, for example, like running away from something that will make the consequences that I can experience experience from that much, much worse than the situation itself. So we need to be a little bit cautious. I talk about personal risk management, and that's where that falls into. So the other part of this is, okay, let's then move into solution seeking. So what is it that I did? So we're talking now about behavioral, okay? And the next bit is what strategies did I draw on in the past that helped me to get through this crisis, helped me to really establish um, my adaptability and resilience? So that could be lots of things. It could be physical strategies. It could be cognitive strategies. It could be emotional strategies. I tend to roll the cognitive and emotional often together because one is related to the other one. So if I think logically and rationally and objectively, I'm more likely to not experience extreme emotions. I'm going to be able to regulate my emotions a lot better. So that's an important aspect in dealing with the unforeseen. So once I've gone through that in terms of a reflective process... I'm now going to begin to develop my plans for potential future issues. So what, you know, in a a way, what is it that's going to help me get through whatever the universe is potentially going to throw at me in the future? That that doesn't mean that I'm going to get bogged down into negative, critical thinking. What it means is I'm going to have a plan about what is it that I need when, to put it, you know, colloquially, shit hits the fan. I don't want to throw up my hands in despair and go, oh, well, there's nothing that I can do about this. Or, well, it'd be nice if I could do something, but what's the point? Part of being alive is taking some risks and in doing so, managing those risks appropriately. But the other part to it is to really, you know, maintain my sense of efficacy is the word that we use in psychology and it's about my capacity to influence myself and the environment we talk about self-efficacy so this is a really important part and, and it's worth you know thinking about as a as a work in progress because you know one of the aspects of this is how do I deal with unforeseen circumstances or circumstances that I had not anticipated. And so, you know, I can then begin to rely on myself. I can begin to trust myself to be able to deal with pretty well whatever comes along. And, you know, there's always going to be some stuff where I'm just going to get sideswiped 
but it doesn't mean it's going to knock me over to put the point where I'm going to stay down. It's where I'm going to actually go, okay, let me get up again. One of, one of the important elements in success, whether it's physical, psychological, social, or financial success or material success, is the capacity to encounter failure, learn from it, get up, and look at how I can do better or how I can actually move towards my stated goal in that context. So, so solution seeking is a, is, a, is a particularly important part in this. So here's the, this week's challenge. My suggestion is get a journal and start putting together your resilience plan. Okay, personalize it. Remember part A is about the past, what you've encountered, how you survived it. Part B is about the future. And what are the key elements in those four quadrants that are going to really help me support myself and get me through, make me resilience, uh, resilient? Now, keep in mind that, one, nothing is perfect. We're not perfect. And there's always going to be some things that we're going to encounter that are going to really stretch our resources. But in the final analysis is trust yourself and trust those who care and love you and have the best intention in mind for you. And on that note, for this week, let me say goodbye and I look forward to your company in the next podcast. Wish you well. Take care. Thank you for listening to Inspire Change with Gunter. Gunter Swoboda does individual and group coaching for men looking to grow. For more information on this and the global Making Good Men Great movement, check out goodmengreat.com to get into contact. If you have a topic for the show or would like to be a guest on the air, please email producers at Miranda at Noartainment.com. That's Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, at Noartainment, N-O-I-R-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T.com. Thank you, and always keep inspiring change. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.